Santos. Opts to go wide into space to Alessandrini. Alessandrini crossed it with the right foot, headed by Sardis and headed in. It's the first goal, and Sardis, back-to-back weeks, has scored to get off the side for L.A. Pretty from start to finish, and we're going to get the finish here. And we're going to see Jonathan Dos Santos, who just sliced and diced all the way from the back up to the midfield. And that's his right foot over there with Alessandrini. Finding Jossie's artist who gets plenty of power. Yeah, we got the point, but we played we play too hard to give up that goal at the end. You know, um, we, man, we worked our butt off on the field, and it's just unfortunate to get two more points. You know, we worked, like I said before, man, we're working hard on the field. We just got to bring it back home, you know, and focus on our next opponent. This game is behind us already. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and joined via Skype today because he's like sick and dying and stuff. Chris Zero Cool Tucker, what's going on, buddy? I, I asked you not to ask me how I was doing. <laughs> I didn't ask you how you were doing. I said, "What's going on?" That's very clear. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Okay. We can... You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, you start that over. Today's <laughs> as good as all the days, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm I want. I want to first. I want to first off apologize to anyone who's listening right now. Chris is going to sound like he murdered or he witnessed a murder, and is being like put on trial or being a witness, called up to witness, and and has his voice like you know dubbed over or, or enhanced. And, and it's not like I'm my riding fault. on the mafia. No, and this I is my I last option con- for staying alive. Yeah, exactly. You're you're you like uh ratting it ratted on uh on Fat Tony, and then uh you know so rich. How is that racist? Why does it have to be? I mean, I'm assuming Tony's an Italian man. For all I know, he's Korean. Yeah, I'm, for all you know, he's like Ethiopian. Yeah, I want a, I want a friend named Korean Tony. Everybody, Korean Tony? Everybody knows Fat yeah. Tony runs the Yakuza here in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fat Tony is in charge of the Maori Mafia. Exactly. So Be down with that. That's on you. That's on you. But yeah, no. Yeah, I'm, it's a connection. I've, it's some connection I've been dealing shit. with an illness for... The last week or so, yeah, um, it's a mix of Chris being sick and some connection going wrong. At whatever, who cares? You, you're going to get a free podcast, so you know. Shout as out. as always, you've already downloaded it, so I really don't care what you do. <laughs> don't tell him that. I don't. I sheesh. you don't even have to listen to it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as you hit play that one time, we're good. Yeah, this is going to be a good. Don't, don't be a good episode. That's right. worse. That's worse than me calling them jerks. Like, dude, it's, as long as they subscribe, we're cool, man. That's that's all that boosts us up is the, subs- the amount of subscriptions. Yeah, hey, get. what a great positive way to go to to start the podcast. Hey, asshole, just subscribe. Hey, hey you dumb fuck, <laughs> listening to this <laughs> right now. Hey, who's coming here for positivity? 
for I me mean, at this point. I guess, right? If you're not coming here for, hey, you, you know, know, you know, a, a cloud over your over your day, then I don't know what you're doing. There you go. Yeah. All right. How well, are you though, sir? How's life? It's good, man. I'm, you know, getting into the the Fuck mode. You. you and your good life. <laughs> Fuck. What answers? If I if I'm if I tell you prior to hitting record, and, and I'm on the edge, I'm on the cliff. When I ask you how you're doing, you're supposed to be like, yeah, hey, you know, I've had good days, I've had bad days, I'm surviving. Come, come see, come sigh, you know. Yeah, you come at me with your, you know what, man? Life is life is just swell. Life, well, you know what? Life is, is 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 kitties and rainbows and sunshine and lollipops and all the different shapes of the marshmallows and the and the Lucky Charms. <laughs> uh, well, I know that song. I was going to answer too. your question, but you know, go fuck yourself now. Fuck, no, fuck your answer. <laughs> well, let's, let's get, we got a bit of Lars news. I want to I want to talk about. Uh, so this Saturday's game against Toronto, it's going to be you know Tucker's favorite uh, event of the year. It's his, uh, Hispanic Heritage Night. Um, That's the third time someone said that to me today. Oh yeah, Vato. But Lars is going to celebrate the way Lars does is is with food and, and alcohol. Um, so we're going to have uh, free tacos and tequila at our pregame. So anyone wants to come by? That's racist. No, it's awesome. Oh yeah, Vato. So we're going to have tacos, <laughs> and it's it's first come first serve, obviously. So you know. Shit's limited, so come get your shit early. If you're not, then too oh well, too bad. Um, we are gonna get uh, some bottles donated by. I wish I would have known the brand name, but we'll know day of, and we can give them a shout out or whatever. Just say Don Julio. Whatever this, whatever the sponsor is from, for the for the galaxy, they're gonna sponsor us, or they're giving us some some bottles. So whatever it's, I think it's uh, Hornitos. Hornitos is the one. There we go. God, why did I know the sponsors of uh, the galaxy more than I? Should, anyways, um, but yeah, so free tequila, free tacos, uh, from five to seven. Come out, enjoy. Um, it's free, so you won't have to pay shit. You know, just come enjoy. But like I said, first come, first serve. Once it's done, it's done, and that's all we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of those tacos for sure. Oh yeah, vato. Yeah, play it again. We're gonna have a third. Oh yeah, vato. Dude, that, I'm gonna drop that thing all over this that, show. That job's gonna <laughs> that job is gonna get played out. Drop so it all quick. over your face, neck, and chest a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, so that's a big thing we're having this weekend. Um, so we want everyone to come out and enjoy. Um, you know, it's on us. It's on Lars. We're gonna be sponsoring the Taco Man. So come out and enjoy. Come say hi to me. I'll be there. I don't know if Chris is gonna be there this weekend. Are you cooking, or is there like having a taco guy there? Uh, we're gonna have an actual taco man or lady. Just one. Yeah. Huh? Fucking selfish shit. Isn't I know, jeez. I'm just saying, man. This could be a lot of fucking people there for tacos. There really isn't. No one shows up to tailgates anymore. Really? <laughs> That's sad. The 15 people can wait. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know what wasn't sad, or I guess you know, depending on your perspective, was this weekend's game against Seattle. Big way of the century. <laughs> right. I'm getting really good at the segways, man. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um. One one versus Seattle. I mean, we all predicted that the Galaxy were going to get blown out, and it was the complete opposite of that. They actually looked like they were actually going to take three points from Seattle. Unfortunately, uh, the Galaxy being the Galaxy, we get a goal scored on us in the 85th minute uh, to equalize and lose two points. Basically, uh, what were your thoughts on the game, Chris? Um, 
I don't know. I think uh, I thought a couple people played well. Uh, I, I still don't really. I thought Jermaine Jones had a step back from uh, the outstanding performance he had against Colorado. Was really impressed with Jonathan. Um, Jonathan DeSantos, Geo still seems to disappear for moments at a time. Um, Allison Drini remains the best player on this team by a healthy margin. Um, sad to see Kimpin go down after uh, what had been a strong string of games. I guess we're lucky uh, that it's it's not not something too bad, so that's good. I haven't heard what was the what was knee, the report? Knee contusion. Okay. So basically, like a, a timeline? A, like a, br- a bruise on his bone. Basically, is that what it is? Okay. Contusion is just bruise. Was there a timeline for so. for his timeout? I mean, I heard that he was going to be back in training like this week, so I'm assuming he'll he'll be out for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's usually how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know how it is with Galaxy and their in their prognosis of like injuries. You know, yeah, they according to the schedule, the Galaxy have Monday, Tuesday off, so they don't even start training till Wednesday. So you you probably won't even hear anything till at least Thursday, maybe even Friday. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm assuming he's going to be out this week. We're going to have uh, we'll have Row in the in, as the, as keeper, but fuck. You know. <laughs> but you know, I, I I think he'll be out like a week or two. I mean, whatever. I, I don't think it's as, okay. I don't think it's bad. So that's that's a good sign. And I thought, as as usual, Row was was okay. I thought he could have done a little bit more in that that Lamar Nagel goal. Yeah, I thought the, um, I thought that was uh, totally I don't know. Row. I thought that was all on Row. That's that's kind of unfair. I don't think so. I, I thought, just I. It, I expected I expected him to do a bit more on it. Overall, I thought he was okay. Um, I mean, just, it's, it it's, really a, it's a shot. Go down. It's a shot that the, the the defense should have fucking handled that. I mean, they mm-hmm. want they want to blame the quick throw in, but it was like you had seven players back that shouldn't that should not have been gone. That should the cross came in. Lamar got a good shot on it, it deflected off of Stares. I don't think I wouldn't blame Ro for that shit. I mean, that's a, I mean whatever. I blame Ro for yeah, the whole season. Uh, I mean, it's it's. It's fine. Well, it's we took a point out of Seattle on a game. We walking in. I think any average person would have told you they expected us to get crushed, as as you just alluded to earlier. Um, it's not a win. Yeah, it's falling asleep late. Yeah, but we took a point from a game. Otherwise, we probably should have gotten nothing out of it. Yeah, a point that um, we had so, no well, we had no business even happy. getting that point, like going into that game. Yeah. I, you know, we had we had some people who who didn't stand up like we usually expect them to. Uh, Cole had an all right game. Um, Geo just just disappears for whole clumps of time. Um, but overall, I think we're still playing better. We're still moving in the right direction for which pieces we might keep going uh, for next year. Emma Boateng, Jonathan Dos Santos, Geo uh, Zardis, fucking hey, two goals on the two on the, and two, on the bounce man. Now. Two and two. Who'd have uh, thought bringing in the uh, attacking-minded coach of Dom Kinnear would have would have helped that out? <laughs> Dom Kinnear's turning them all around. Hey, two uh, two games is Dom Kinnear's assistant coach. Two games that that Zardes has scored. I mean, coincidence? Look, I'll take. Yeah, probably. But, I, w- I will take it. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, obviously. All of a sudden, uh, you have uh, Zardes as a fucking goal scoring machine right when we needed him to. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. Uh, I thought Diallo was was significantly better. Um, and it was nice seeing. I still like seeing Bradford Jameson come on like a uh, big burst of energy. I I like him uh, as, a, as like that, that super sub. Yeah, I, I still wish you know Emma Boateng would get to finish one goddamn game this year. But we, we really need um, we really need to start the uh, the like the 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 game of you know the poll where you choose your minute that he's going to come out. 
Oh yeah, it's it's seventy what third if there's no injury. Yeah, we need to like uh, if there's no injury, you just you you assume no later than about the seventy fifth minute or so. Yeah, he's got to be coming. We got to do like everyone. You you like chip in like a dollar to five bucks, and then you like randomly get generated a, a like a minute after like the sixtieth minute, and then whoever like mm-hmm. takes it gets like the cash. Yeah, you should get to pick. One, one thing that that uh, actually, I'd but be that's like that's for the that. first person who gets to pick is like, well, the, I mean. Still, no. It has to be the exact time he steps off the field. So okay, all right. That's nah, closest. I'm down ten bucks. We it's, do like you a, gotta do prices right rules. It's closest without going over. That's right. No, no, no. It should. It should no because <laughs> it'll 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 move over to the next game. So that way the pot grows bigger uh, and bigger. Okay, until someone lands on the exact minute he goes out. Yeah. Okay, I'm in for that. I'm in for that, right? We gotta figure out how we're gonna do, do I, it. Do I have to do any work to set this up? You never do. What, what work do you do? You <laughs> I know, <laughs> sir. I, I support this 100. <laughs> percent I I throw my full weight behind it. Can we discuss maybe the possibly the worst red card ever given in an MLS game? Uh, yeah. Other I mean, than, I other than it, one, that, I, I other really than like, really hate Roman Torres. Other than like one of the the like the Dion red cards or like the. Uh, like the early uh, red cards that that Van Dam got this year, or even the like Omar Gonzalez ones when he was just playing with his arms in the air. Because <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. But well. I mean, it's it's denial of goal score opportunity. Like Zart, like Jones literally like stopped the top of the box. Like he was not he even going to go. He into- looks over his shoulder <laughs> and looks at Roman Torres to find out where he's at, and then just stops running. Stops and falls running to the ground. Oh, it was great. And then I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, they call it a denial of goal score opportunity. Like, oh my god, was that going to go in? Was it, even if Zard, even if Jones got, I'm mean, keep saying Zard is, even if Jones got a shot off. All black folks look the same to you, huh? <laughs> you know? I'm just saying you didn't confuse John Kempen and Jermaine Jones for some reason. Is just you happen to, you know? Do they also look like Boateng? Hey man, hey man, we're all pink on the inside. Yeah. But apparently we're black on the outside, right, Ed? <laughs> That's racist. So, I miss you, man. How you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, vato! But, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, that has got to be, like, one of the worst red cards. And this is coming from the, the opposing team, you know? Like, that's got to be one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Give it me. was pretty It was pretty shocking. It's so bad. I, I yeah. loved it because it, you could see it coming three seconds before it happened. I, I told and the idea that the ref didn't catch it, or that Torres wasn't smart enough to know to go. Well, there's no way Jermaine Jones is going to outrun me. He's going to go down. Let me take my hands off of him. Uh, was an interesting call. I don't know why VAR didn't take a look at that. Like that, I didn't really understand because that seems to happen to us pretty often. Um, but on a, a straight red card, uh, I would have assumed you know that they would go back and take a look at it. It, it wasn't his hands. It was his knee. It was a knee to knee contact that. That knocked Jermaine Jones off balance. If you look at it on the replay, was there though? There was. was and I, there, I just, though? I just, I, just, I love the fact like there was no contact. Uh, hey, there was contact. Damn it! Shut up. I just, I, I love hey, the fact. <laughs> I love the fact. You call that it however it, you want to call it. It took like. It looked like it, it looked like a dive to me. Oh, I'm not saying or it wasn't a dive. Embellishment. Oh, it was definitely embellishment. It was, it was definitely embellishment. But I mean, come on. It's Jermaine Jones, dude. That, that breakaway took like 52 seconds off the clock. I mean, Chad Marshall almost caught up with him. That's no, pathetic. Chad Marshall caught up to them. Yeah, because he was right next to both of them. Exactly. That was like the slowest breakaway I think I've ever seen in my life. In ever. Yeah. Just ever. 
It was the worst. But it worked. But it, it worked. It, well, well, I mean, they, no, we can use. We need shit like that. It got him sent off, but it didn't really help us in the end. Luck. Yeah, it didn't help us at all. Can I? I want to. I want to read you this quote, Tucker. From uh, it's a Twitter uh, post from uh, Matt Doyle, and uh, I want to see. I want to see how angry or not that you get from this. It's about. It's about Zardes's goal. Wando S goal from Zardes, just took a half step away from the defense and found a gap. Very nice, Matt Doyle. You're cool. already right, right, calling it with a Wando S goal? I will take a, well, okay. a Wando S goal is at a World Cup, and it goes outside of the goal. Oh. Because the guy's awful and deserves to never play soccer again. But wouldn't you, wouldn't um, you consider, like, a Wando S goal where, like, he gets a shitty rebound off a, of a keeper and like, literally taps it in? That's, that's exactly how I would goal. define a, St- a Chris Wondolowski goal. Exactly. Not you get a uh, you get a good position and get a good header. That's not what I'd call a Wando goal. Uh no, but Chris keeps scoring, and I will. I'll take whatever qualifi- whatever classification of goal you want to give Giassi's artist at this point. I will. I will gladly take it. Giassi scored. Giassi's artist is scoring a goal. That's the category that I want to fucking hear from him. Yeah, that's why I, I saw the tweet that Seattle had got relegated uh, with Zardes's goal. Oh, I love that. That's like my favorite tweet. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We if you want to if you do want to talk about something that that did upset me. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. So my rage levels are, have stayed relatively low. Um, do you remember, do you remember the exact moment Kurt and Ophel lost me? Ooh, the exact, which, which time? Well, for me, it was the, it was the San Jose game where he, he left a, a sub on the, in his pocket rather than using the sub to break up the play so we could slow it down so we could maintain a lead. Um, was and that, then we ended the game having only used two substitutions. Was that the, uh, those, that the open that. loss, wasn't it? Ziggy did this against Seattle. We only used two substitutions, and we get scored on the 85th minute. Like you could, I, Gio was uh, a ghost of himself. Sell him out. Bring on Hugo Ariano. Bring on a center back. Bring on a, uh, Rafael Garcia. Bring anyone else on to help slow down Seattle's attack, to help slow down their, their press, to give the guys a half a minute to think. Use the third substitution, if only to waste time. I, I, I'm regularly confused by a coach who just sits on a third substitution late in a game when you're winning, away from home, to a team that should destroy you. Like what? I, I don't understand the reasoning behind just sitting on it and doing nothing with it. Wait, you don't mean that if the game is tied that they go into overtime in a regular season game? That's not how it works? Even still... You know, and I, I I get the facetiousness, but like even still, just just to slow the game down, something, waste time, do something with it. But it's the 84th minute you've used. I mean, what Emma went out in the 80 what second, 82nd, 83rd minute. You've yeah. used your second substitution by the 83rd, 84th minute when you're up by one on the road to a team that's better than you. Yeah, I mean, most of the time you see him like, okay, we're gonna throw another center, center midfield, center back to like anyone. But I mean, most of the time you'll see them like throwing another defender, so that that way they can actually, you know, just park the bus and and just get away clog, with up the, clog up the game a little bit. Exactly. Sub I mean, off Geo. It's just weird. Sub off Geo for Rafa Garcia. Put Rafa Garcia in the hole right above the 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 center backs, or drop Jermaine Jones back into the hole just above the center backs. Put Garcia next to Jonathan Dos Santos. Done. No, we still we still can't sub some of these guys off. It made, I, I looked at that and it made zero sense to me that we we use two substitutions. Yeah, uh, someone in that game. someone in in our in the Lars hangout brought up an interesting point that this was the f- probably the first time that 
the three DPs played ninety minutes. This this entire well, I mean, we only had excuse me, we only had uh, Jonathan for like what five weeks, so. Or yeah, but of this of this new uh, this new grouping, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was this is the first uh, time they it, all it went was... the full the full ninety. You know, they're still not they're they're still not it for me. You know, there's rumors going if we can transition really quickly. Um there's rumors going around that, that there might be a fourth D P opening uh for this year. For the next season rather. Well, I mean that's I, that's, I really that's like that. it's a that's been a rumor for fucking like for years. Yeah, but it's 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 starting to make the rounds again. Yeah, and, it, I, I really, and, it, and it's really getting a lot of play. Changes. It's getting it's getting a lot more play than it has in the last couple of years. I mean, it's been a rumor for a while, but you're hearing it a lot more from better sources than you were before. That would make a lot more sense. I just, I, now that like, yeah, I mean, you know, I, that we have it, the three DPs, we makes the Allison Dreamy and the Jonathan thing make more sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's wasted on on not necessarily Jonathan, but Jonathan and Geo together. It still feels kind of wasted to me. Um, because those two are, are tied, bound together, and, and that's still half of our DPs locked to these two guys that if we have one, we have to have the other. Um, but it's it's less it's less disappointing. I mean, this season is wasted and disappointed, and you know what are you going to do? But it's less disappointing going forward if we have one more bite at the apple. It just becomes whether you trust the administration to um, successfully fill that spot. 100%. Absolutely no. Do you do? You, yeah. Does does anyone have faith in these guys that they can do it? I mean, I guess. I, I mean, guess, I, yes, yes, there are. Shad- there are still people who argue with me daily. Shadow President um, Dan Beckerman, I guess, still believes in them, or doesn't but, doesn't pay attention even enough to to. Uh, I don't see what they've done to earn that. Absolutely and that's not. only if there's a fourth TP spot. If there's not, if it's just more allocation money, if it's more you know Gam or Tam or whatever. Um, you know, then they're bringing in hopefully more Jao Pedro types, uh, who's been who's been fine, but we we really needed that home run for this season and that home run for next year. Uh, so I really really hope it's it's a fourth DP spot. Well, then it seems like uh, like Jao has gotten the 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 bench man. He's gotten he's gotten put on the bench here. Yeah, well, Jones is the captain. So you think that maybe I mean, that's we why, talk about maybe why Cole, Captain Carousel maybe Mike Cold. Um, hasn't played up to his standard of the last game was that he's pissed off that he got stripped of the, the captain's armband basically. Well, I got stripped of the cap. I got, so, so if we're talking about the captaincy now, right. Um, yellow Van Dom was captain through what July, August when he left to back to Belgium. Yeah. Ashley Cole was his number two captain for their tenure together. And somehow when Yellow leaves, Ashley Cole is not named captain, except he kind of is, because he, he was named captain twice now. Um, when the Galaxy originally put out the little info sheet for the game against Colorado, Cole was listed as captain, and then the game began, and uh, Jermaine was captain. And then this last week, uh, apparently, and this was confirmed by people at the game, even Seattle, the, like the info they put up uh, pregame, uh, had Ashley Cole listed as captain again, just for you know to end up with Jermaine getting the uh, the armband going into the game, and then we actually finally got much to my happiness. We got a uh, a, a confirmation from Adam Serrano of all people. Um, after someone had tweeted him and tried to pester him to get some information on who the uh, captain of the galaxy is, because 
again, for whatever reason, this information isn't readily available. This isn't information the galaxy is trying to get out to people because they're they're proud of it. But uh, Serrano, someone asked uh, um, if if Jermaine is the captain or who is the captain. Is Cole the captain? And Serrano tweeted, Jermaine is captain. Yella's Instagram was incorrect because Yella uh, wished Ashley Cole good luck on being uh, captain of the galaxy. And the only information we get about who the current captain of the team is, um, you know, is a seven word tweet from the insider. And that's, that's the end of the info. That's, it's an interesting time where you have geo who could be seen as a deputy number two, um, captain Ashley Cole, who was the number two and Jermaine Jones, who filled in when Cole wasn't there or filled in when yellow wasn't there as a number two, um, he is now the captain of the galaxy, and the organization doesn't feel the need to announce that for some reason. It's so weird. It's like one of the worst players we've had this year is going to be the captain of the team. Like, yeah. is it is it just that we're giving him a little twilight at the end of his career? Like, give him a little boost before we retire? I don't. I honestly don't know what it is. I think Cole is gone, regardless. Oh, this, Cole, this yeah, Cole will not points, be. Yeah, Cole's gone. That's that's not even a doubt. Cole's gone next year. But for me, this points to Jones sticking around next year. Because well, why, you know why would I you kinda, bother pitching? I had that thought the other day. I'm like, I had it like, I'm like, what if Jermaine Jones stays for another year? Yeah. Why would you bother pissing off Ashley Cole, who is probably gone? I mean, every every person I've spoken to um, in the organization who would be in the know about it says that Cole is gone next year. Uh, he's leaving in the winter. Um, if Cole is sticking around, why would you bother pissing him off? by giving Jones the armband. And if both of them are gone, why would you bother disrupting the locker room by jumping over Ashley Cole to give it to Jermaine Jones? The only way it makes really any sense to me is if you intend to keep Jones next year and maybe he holds the armband permanently. Um, the only, I, and I don't even have a problem with it, with it. If he's the, if he's the captain, you know, this season doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's almost equal to if they gave it to Geo. There's not, there doesn't appear to be a natural leader outside of Ashley Cole and maybe Jones uh, on the team. But I don't, I just don't understand our unwillingness to talk about it. Like our, what, for the group that regularly calls themselves one of the most transparent sides in the league, why you would make fans go out and request this information where if it was something you were so proud of, Presumably, you would just make it readily available. Um, oh, yeah. It seems like they know people are going to be pissed off about it, and they'd rather not talk about it. Oh yeah, we we absolutely know that this team is is absolutely not transparent at all. I w- I would say any given if they if they didn't need to talk to fans, they wouldn't talk to fans at all. I think it's a safe bet. I think it's a safe bet that if you polled Galaxy fans, and not just people who listen to this show or people who listen to me complain. But if you polled Galaxy fans, I would I think the average Galaxy fan would probably say we're the least transparent side in this in the country. Maybe that needs to be your next uh, uh, your next poll, man. I mean, I, it's yeah, sure. I mean, so I just think the average person right, thinks right. we're not. You know, we we don't we don't transparency is not something that is a high priority for us. If you go looking for the for the answer, you can probably get it. If you're willing to go digging, if you're willing to bother people, if you're willing to pester them and, and, and text them or, or send them direct messages, then eventually, yeah, they usually acquiesce um, so that they, they don't appear to uh, support a lack of transparency. But as far as making 
basic information readily available, like who is the captain of the team after the captain was, was sold halfway through the transfer window or near the end of the transfer window. Um, that's something they don't seem that interested in talking about. And I, I just, you know, I don't get basic things that we do, and that's one of them. I don't see who that helps or what what they're what they gain out of it. But presumably, there is uh, an end game for them. No, and I, I hope it makes uh, an emoticum of sense. In fact, if they would just be twenty percent more honest with their with their fans, like they'd sure. have less shit given to them every single week. I would have if you look if they if they were twenty percent more transparent from. I'm going to say the 10 that they're at right now. Yeah. If they get up to 30, like, how much fewer shit do I have to bitch about? A lot. Because the majority of the things I complain about are, like, small, mundane things that bother me. Like, why did Jao Pedro never wear number 58? I care about that. Nobody else cares about that. <laughs> True. No one else cares about it. I, f- I fully understand that. I think people care about the captaincy. I think the jersey numbers is, yeah, that's just me. Sure. Yeah, you know, did we sign, uh, what's his name, Michael Ciani for more than six months? Okay, that might be more than just me. But it's still going to be relatively small. Um, Yeah, I really, really don't get things like the captaincy that are minorly important, but important. They just, I just... A few people care, but people care about it. I just don't think they understand what it is to have the like the optics they have to, like in the eyes of galaxy fans this whole front office looks shady as hell and i don't think they they with don't get reason. it they don't they don't get it it's because they don't yeah, care they don't, i mean they, they they don't care about the current fan they care about the I fan they're going to get next week for the group who thinks that they are transparent i want to know what they feel they are transparent about if you can't tell me who's the captain of the team <laughs> while you're asking me to trump up 500 bucks for season tickets, I mean, come on, that's an easy, that's, that's a, that's a, that's meat. That's underhand pitched over the plate. Yeah. Boom. Captain of the team, Jermaine Jones, or, you know, I, I said it on Twitter. I would have liked even if Ziggy came out and said, you know what? No one on the team this year has shown that they deserve the captaincy. So we're going to float it for the rest of the year. And we're going to give each of these guys that are here an opportunity to win it. That's the, oh, that would have been a big it. fuck you to Cole. Like, Cole, of all people, like, that's... Hey, look, you know what, Cole? Are, are you awesome? Absolutely. Are you arguably the best left back we've ever had? Absolutely. Are you arguably the best left back we've ever had on the worst Galaxy team in history? Absolutely. Has this team had leadership issues while you were on the field? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you probably... You, what you had was too many, too many fucking cooks in the kitchen... You had three, four guys yeah. who were trying to lead the team. When you need, when you need like two of those guys to kind of back off. Well, you needed some strong leadership to be able to tell those other guys, "Hey, sit the fuck down. This guy's captain. This guy's in charge. This is the boss. This is the captain." Well, you needed you needed a coach. We didn't have that. You needed a coach to be able to bring them in, and we yeah. didn't have that. We had a useless coach, and and a whole lot of experienced guys brought in who. Maybe thought they deserved the captaincy on whatever team they were playing on, right? And they had the right to do whatever they want. All right, um, now. But my yeah, my only issue with the with the the carousel for the captaincy is um, the most transparent organization in the league 
uh, not being able to tell the fans of their organization who the captain of their team is. Yeah, just another just another uh, tick mark on the uh, the negative aspect of this fo this year. It's twenty seventeen. It's twenty seventeen in a nutshell. Yeah, basically. Um, let's jump real quick to uh, to the Saturday's game against Toronto. Uh, it's going to be Shoot. Saturday seven thirty. Again, we're going to have uh, tacos and tequila for people to come out and enjoy for free. Uh, it'll be five to seven o'clock, so come early because first come first serve. Once it's gone, it's gone. Um, you can get fed for free. If not, then if you don't care about tacos or tequila, eh, then come after 7 o'clock. What can I tell you? Um, all free. You have to pay a dime. Come enjoy. We'll have music going. Um, there'll be booze aplenty, food aplenty. So come in and enjoy on us. What, let me get your thoughts and predictions on this game, Chris. The Ooh, best team in the um... league coming into the worst home team. I want to hear what you have to say about this. It could get bad. Seattle could have got bad, but Seattle doesn't have a Giovinco. Um, especially with us now missing some players to yellow card suspension, because uh, I believe Alessandrini is out. Um, it, it it could get pretty bad. Um, yeah. I think Diallo I'll go conservative too, and right? take you nothing. It's uh, two people. Alessandrini and I think Jones. Jones, okay, I think that's who it was. Jones, I can live without, but Allison Drini, um, Allison Drini being out puts us in a bad spot. So uh, I'll, I'll say two nothing, and and hopefully we can get out with some dignity. I'm going to continue on my rampage of negativity, and I'm going to say the same scoreline from last week. I'm going to say four nil. You know what? I'm going to make it worse. I'm going to say five one. I said we at least get one, but I think they're going to fucking just come in and stamp all over us. Yeah, that, that that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, that we've turned a corner. I'm going to say that, you know what? We're going to lose 3-2. to two. Oh, all right. That's better. Yeah. I'll take 3-2. No, you know what? I'm going to change my shit up. I'm going to call it, and this I is like that be... people people can be can rest assured that you put a lot of thought into your prediction. <laughs> I don't, you change ever. it 30 seconds after Ben ever. gives you his. I'm going to call this the most exciting slash... Boring, if you have your perspective. Nil, no game ever. Podcast? Oh. I'm going to call this no goals. No, no? Okay. That's that's ballsy. That's very ballsy. I don't think there's a chance in hell of that. Yeah, ask all my ask any of my girlfriends. I'm all balls. <laughs> so wait, so it's, if Jao Pedro's back, it's Jao Pedro and Jonathan in the middle. If he's not, it's Rafa Garcia and Jonathan in the middle. Yeah, Josie, Josie's uh, Josie's not going to score on us. Isn't he out? Because he got no, no. That's for the U.S. Never mind. Well, was Pedro hurt? I thought Josie, it was a, I, I thought it was a coach's decision. I thought Pedro was a coach's you decision. Put, you could yeah, put Giovinco on a team yeah. of ten Adam Christmans, and they'd still beat us. John Pedro is going to like pull out a shank from his afro, like okay. shiv. He's going to shiv Giovinco real quick. You know, drop the knife to Diallo, who takes it off and you know disposes of it. Oy, vato. <laughs> oh yeah, vato. Uh, We're gonna go to Little Smokey's house. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, really speaking of, hold on, uh, speaking of Little Smokey, can we talk about? We're gonna go to Little Smokey's house. Can we talk about Giassi Zarda's accent, like his hybrid, like Paisa Hawthorne accent or whatever you want to call it? 
Yeah, it's just the accent of Hawthorne. It's so is it? Because you live, yeah. so you lived there for a little bit. I did. Is that what? Like, good time. Did the, like did the brother sound like that too? <laughs> I mean, everybody sounds like it. You trying to you know can't order some food and not know how to speak. All right, it's just the way it is. Okay, I just want I just because we listened to the the post game interview for Josie and it's just like. So we tried really hard, and you know, they, they, they did a really quick throw in, and we didn't know what to do. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah, he's ordered that golden burger, bro. He knows what's up. I don't. He's trying to put, he's trying to, put in that, uh, to go that to go delivery. I don't. I don't. Oh, leave, I don't leave out of my my Long Beach bubble. Like coming to the studio in Gardena is like the furthest I ever drive. Yeah, it's it's getting away from you. Um, is it like Tom's Burgers? Real quick on on. On G two before we get out of here, um, <laughs> like, the uh, they signed just, I guess, Justin. I guess, I, guess on I, guess, house. I guess Chris is just going to take over the show because I know because we had Galaxy two yeah. next on the on the on the docket. So I guess you know that we're going to jump right to it. Yeah, no, I don't care. It, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> handle, brother. Handle. Uh, we signed Justin Von Stieg. He's a 20 year old uh, who has played with the United States youth te- national team uh, all through their setup. I think through U 14s all the way up to, to U17 or U18. Um, 20 years old, It's I found it a little interesting because of, of Sneddon, and I know that the organization's really big on Eric Lopez, and there's only so many minutes to go around. Uh, so trying to figure out who would miss out, the only one that made any sense was Sneddon. That kind of that sucks because he's a really good kid. Absolutely. Um, I, that dude is really cool. I, I'm I'm expecting him to not be with the team next year. And I heard the new goalie I, is also um, the main villain for PCW this year. So, is that a wrestling organization? A, yeah, apparently. yeah. No, so what's his yeah. name? What's, what's his name again? Something Von Steeg. Justin Von Steeg, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, dude. He's, he wears Justin a mask. And he, yeah. He's got, is he, he's is got he the, like the Von Steeger. Is he the number two or number three under the Red Skull? Is that a Von Eric joke? That's an old wrestling joke, man. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Fabulous Freebirds, bro. Where are you at? Nope. But yeah, it just it 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 highlights some issues for for someone like Sneddon. Um, oh, absolutely. Sneddon is gone. Wish to get the best if yeah, he doesn't end up here next year. Uh, but it it doesn't look great, and definitely doesn't. I mean, you don't really need the Diop Row Kimpin battle anymore if you have Diop Row Kimpin, uh, Von Steeg, Lopez. And Sneddon. I mean, it's there's only two starting spots, and we're what six, seven keepers deep now. Yeah. Well, um, Diop and and and, uh, and Rowe are going to be gone. That's I, one of the two has to go. They're both going. Mm, I'm not so sure, they're but both, one of them has to go for sure. They're if, both going. They're going to bring in a keeper. That's what I feel like. If they bring in a first choice keeper, then yeah, they could both they can both hit, hit the, and then hit you, the road. I think, think you have Kempin. Kempin's definitely going to be your backup. Your number two. Um, Ingola, Ingola got the, the goal for, goal for G2. Yes, uh, San Antonio. I think he was one of the Cameroonians that we brought in earlier in the year. Um, Very first neither goal the Cameroonians for G2. really, sorry, go ahead. Very first goal for the G2. Yeah. Neither of the Cameroonians have had a great season, um, but that definitely looked like their best game, uh, both of them, to date. Um, and I've still somehow watched every single G2 game this year. Um. It was really nice watching the play kind of run through Alex Covarrubias. Uh, big fan of that kid. Boy. He appears to be the captain for Galaxy 2. Uh, we also be. don't really know who the captain for Galaxy 2 is either. The, when the season started out, it was Rio Fuji, who was the 16-year-old we signed a couple years ago uh, to come through the academy and, and end up going to Cal State Dominguez Hills. 
but now it appears to be Cobarubius, uh, as Fuji's starts have gotten kind of sporadic. Uh, but again, it's a galaxy, so we don't really have a clear-cut answer on that. Um, Eric Lopez was in goal. He had a, a very strong game outside of the equalizer that we gave up, uh, which was a late free kick. Uh, sounds familiar, I'm sure. It's kind of the narrative of the weekend. Most importantly, the whole thing, uh, Efren Alvarez, the uh, academy prospect that was recently signed to Galaxy 2, was on the bench for the second team game. Didn't didn't quite make it on the field, but um, a very nice sign. I, I, I was hoping he would get on since we only fielded five bench players for G2, uh, but it, it didn't exactly work out. So hopefully in the future, uh, I know the expectations are pretty high for him. No, definitely. I think uh, producer Ben, you said something like that he was training with the first team this week. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was. He yeah, trained, he trained with the up. first team all week. So, yeah, they are. He's great. Yeah, they, are, they're really they're super high on him. So seeing them get him into G two, even on the bench, and get that regular match day experience uh, is is just going to do wonders for him. Uh, overall, I thought Angola, uh, Nathan Smith, Jack McBean, Covarrubias, and Tyler Turner all had really really strong games. Um, it, there's a lot of people missing. That that part's really strange to me. Um, Josh Turnley wasn't there. Uh, Cassiano or Hugo Ariano wasn't there. Justin Dillon wasn't there. Uh, and we still pulled to the bench. So I, I, I'm trying to track down an answer for what's going on with missing players and these like strange um, non-full benches. Uh, again, it's the Galaxy, so I'm not entirely hopeful. But if I hear anything, I will let you know. All right. And the G2s uh, played this Saturday. Same time, same day as as the first team, so uh, probably none of you are gonna watch it. Uh, maybe Chris. I think Chris might might double screen that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Um, Always do, man. Ben, do you have some uh, lightning round for us before we get out of here? I do. Um, I won't make Tucker do the lasers because, well, it doesn't even sound like Tucker. I just keep picturing this like big white dude with a beard with his face blocked out. Every time Tucker talks. Can I hear Tuck, can I hear you say brother one time? Either brother. There you go. <laughs> Your voice is perfect for that that deep like Hulk Hogan Macho Man <laughs> shit right now. Oh, Macho Man? I'd fucking way rather sound like Macho Man. Ooh yeah. Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Apparently, uh, by the way, if we're talking wrestling, Shinsuke Nakamura has another title shot and Asuka's coming to Raw. So wrestling's looking pretty good right now. I don't know who Asuka is. Who's Asuka? Oh, I just watched the G1 Climax finale between uh, Kenny Omega and Tetsuya Naito. Fucking incredible. Dude, that totally Kenny sounds Omega like, wrestles that sounds like a, a video I saw on Pornhub on Saturday. 5.75 star match next day. Damn. Incredible. As the best in the world. Yeah, cool. Cool. Ben, yeah. what's like new <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got a quick take, and I, I want to get your opinion on it. Um, with Giassi scoring these last two games, people are saying that Giassi is coming out of his funk and he's going to be the old Giassi. I actually have kind of the opposite take that, you know what, it kind of pisses me off more because he, he's showing us that he can't do it when it matters. That he just, he can score now that the season's pretty much gone and there's no pressure on him. And so I think that's a bigger indictment of his character than actually not scoring earlier in the season. Am I just totally fucked up? Um, no, I think maybe he's just finally feeling like himself again, maybe. But, I mean, you got to realize, Giassi's only had one good year. 
The other years he scored, I think, other than his like what sixteen goal year, he's he's only scored six goals. Yeah, six max the other years. So yeah. it's not like he's this prolific scorer. As of right now, he has one third of what he's regularly scoring. So if he scores three more goals, he's pretty much on par for what he does every year. Tucker, what do you think? Um, I think he got hurt last year, didn't have a preseason, and if you if you roll the clock back, it just looks like he had a slow start to a year and it wasn't a big deal. But I think not ha- not getting a, a real solid preseason really hurt him. And I put it more on, as an organization, our inability to loan him to G2 to give him competitive minutes when it wouldn't hurt the first team. Um so that he can get back up to speed and, and, you know, even help his confidence by scoring goals, even if it's against lower opposition. Um, but in all honesty, I think it, it just comes down to he got he went from being really hurt and being out for a considerable chunk of time to going right back into competitive minutes, going to international duty. Uh, and now he's finally getting into a rhythm. And I, I do agree it's too little too late. And it says a lot about whether you want to trust him to be the guy at, in your organ, in your your clubhouse, um, but for this season overall, I, I think it's a it's a, a mixture of things. I think it's not getting a preseason, um, him only ever really having one really good year, and uh, him needing him not being ready to be the leading man for the LA Galaxy as as far as uh, strikers are concerned. All right, the next question is uh, we touched on it earlier. The captaincy with Jones wearing. The armband. Uh, my feeling is that this kind of shows that the locker room is split and that Ziggy made the decision, not necessarily because Jones is going to be back next year, but because maybe he thinks that the young guys are listening to Jones more than they're listening to Cole, or maybe Jones is more of a vocal leader. Or it just tells me that, you know what, the fans, the, the casual fan will recognize Jones more than they'll recognize um, Ashley Cole. Thoughts, Tucker? Um. I think <laughs> um, if if the people I know who like to funnel me information about the team are honest at all, and this is uniformly, this is through every person I've spoken to, Jermaine Jones is one of the single most divisive members in the locker room. Um, I don't know if that's still the case. I heard that some time ago. I heard that when Yellow was still there, and I, I know those two weren't exactly on the same page. Um but I, from what I had heard, Yellow Jones has a history was, was pretty divisive. Oh, yeah, well, you know, they he get, he get, got a little uppity. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I I think the powers that be, the people who would have some influence, know it would be extremely poor optics to put the captain's armband on Geo, and I think they would like to. Um, I don't know whether they will. I hope they don't. I really, really hope they don't. But I, I think they would have liked to put it on Geo, and they didn't want to put it on Geo this year because then he gets saddled with being captain during our worst year ever. And it's it's about selling you an image, and they want to sell you the image that Geo is the savior. Um, he is. That's not coming. No, he is. Do you you totally agree to disagree? Geo will save us next year. Are right, you? Um, I can't tell if you're joking. <laughs> I really hope you are. <laughs> Ed, what do you think of the whole captaincy? I, I mean, I think that a, a lot of it is that because the, the Galaxy will know that a casual fan who they try and sell the game to will recognize Jermaine Jones more than Ashley Cole. Does it really matter who's the captain to a casual fan? Damn it, it does. Does it? Shut up. That's a good point. Casual fan doesn't give a shit. They, they don't care. 
Um, I think for the team, I mean, who knows? I, I don't know what was going on in the, in the locker room. There was obviously a rift in the locker. There's always like this. I mean, any group you get together, there's going to be cliques. But those cliques are brought together by a strong leadership. And I think we had two, three guys who were constantly butting heads this year. You got rid of one of them. And now there's this other one who had probably already pissed off half the team. And you make him the captain. I would have left Cole as a captain. I mean, he seems like a, a, a good locker room guy. And from all accounts, the team likes him. Everyone on the team likes him. I don't I mean, know. He's clearly the fans' choice. Yeah. But I mean, the fans aren't in the locker room. Exactly. That's the thing. Well, he's clearly we the fans' choice. He's the former captain's choice. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I think I agree with that. I think you don't rock the boat in what's already been a very difficult season. And you, you make, even if, if Cole's gone and Jones is staying, uh, yeah, you make Cole the captain, you keep the, some consistency, some continuity, and you just ride out the rest of the season with as little extra controversy as possible. And we can't even do that right. All right you guys are both wrong. Gio should be the captain. Well, Jones, if Jones leaves next year, he's going to be the captain. That's going to happen. They should. 100%. You're already fucking, are you crazy? <laughs> Ed or me? Uh, you. A little bit. Come on, man. There's, there's, I, Gio is going to captain why? this team. He's going to captain this it's team. Gonna ha- we should just get used to it now. No, my my question was why. I, I, I understand. Well, I understand. I understand that what we want to do is sell the shirt of, of Gio running and celebrating with the armband on. Um, I just don't understand and he's gonna have Why, an armband. Cra- he's gonna have an armband like Van Dam did. They have the Belgian flag. Oh and yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna have Mexican the Mexican flag. flag. Yeah, oh, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Right, before you do, it, yeah, hey, I, 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 you I, know I, what? For, for the record, I don't have a problem with Heritage Night. What I don't understand is how we select which eth- ethnic group or which ethnicity is deserving of a Heritage Night. It's the board. I'm still waiting for Samoan Heritage Night. I'm still waiting for Belize Heritage Night. Um, I'm <laughs> well, still can, waiting for have the, Ukrainian have, Heritage Night. You can't have the Samoan Heritage Night anymore. Out, All the workers are gone now. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how, as a sports organization, we've decided which ethnic, ethnic group is deserving of a Heritage Night. That's, that's the part I can't figure yeah, out yet. All the, Levy fired all the other Samoans that worked at the concession stands. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a healthy way to, to pay them back is to give them Samoan Heritage Night. Totally. Or, or at least come out and explain why Samoans don't deserve a Heritage Night, uh, while other ethnic groups do. You could explain it, but Samoans wouldn't be able to understand it. Oh, Andrew's going to kick your ass. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I that's, just want to cut that audio right there. That's <laughs> at DT Radio Ben on Twitter. Yeah. Forward all we your tweets. Add, and this is the end of the show. At him. I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is where I say I have a lot of Samoan friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's cool. Like, I, no I, way my, that, my, there's no my, way that audio clip is Samoan. Samoan. Yeah, my wife is half Samoan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got. I, I, did, I got a babies to bed. What are we doing? I got one. I got one last question, and, and this is this is actually a serious question. Um, G two question. Uh, with the change in leadership on the first team, is Mike Munoz's job safe for next year, Tucker? Yes. Um, because I don't think he was an Anolfo pick. I think he is a Pete Fiennes pick. And as long as Pete Fiennes is in that, that clubhouse, he's safe. Um, none of the guys on the current roster have, uh, for G2, none of the guys currently playing for G2 uh, had a ton of expectation for them this year because they were supposed to be the backup to the G2 players that ended up starting for the first team. 
Um, so it's, it, it, in all honesty, it's really hard to go after Mike Munoz this year, given that he hasn't had anywhere close to the team he expected for the season. Um, which is, you know, a fair argument and defense for Kurt Anolfo, and it's been made several times. Um, well, no, they but, they knew the team they were going into with the, into the season. Right, but it, when you take into account the the sheer amount of injuries that Anolfo had to deal with, yeah. that's why I would say it's unfair to fire a guy when he has that many injuries on his book. The argument for firing Anolfo is he never should have had the job anyway, and you kept seeing those kind of mistakes of a guy where the job was too big for him. You don't really see that with Mike Munoz down with G2. It's just a matter of, you know, I may not regularly have the talent I'm supposed to have or the talent I expected to have this season. Um, but overall, as a coach, he's been fine. I don't think it's really in Ziggy's wheelhouse. I'm, I, I don't have reason to believe he has the same level of authority Bruce Arena did um, as far as naming people like the head coach for Galaxy 2. Uh, if I had to wager a guess, I think Munoz is fine. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Munoz has to worry about his job next year. All right. You got any other information? Um, Legette's back in training. Yay. Oh, that was beautiful. That's a good thing. Um, the, uh, do you, go ahead. Did you see the pictures of it? Did you see, did, did you see what they tweeted out or anything like that? I, I Someone posted the tweet, right? I don't remember. I just wonder, um, and you can't you maybe throw this in the light. Do you think that's PR? That he's back in training, or do you think he's legit starting to get healthy? I think well, he's getting healthy. Both. This is about the timeline they gave. Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's good PR. They're like, you know, it's, he's a fan favorite. Um, he's obviously back in training. I think it's. I mean, he's not going to be back into match fitness for another what month, probably. At, le- so, at least, yeah. I think what if we were doing better, it probably would have got posted once and just forgotten about. Yeah. Um, but I think they were. They were very happy to have good news for people. Yeah, somewhat good news. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's going to be it for us. Um, Chris, why don't you give them your socials, man? Uh, don't talk to me. So that's uh, I'm, I'm good. at Zero Cool. You can find Chris on Instagram, all the social medias, at ZeroCool138. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at EdTheZombie13. You can find the Riot Squadcast on Facebook, on Twitter, at Riot Squadcast. You can send us an email at riotsquadcast at gmail.com. Um, Does anyone check the email? Yeah, I have a, I have a link on my phone. No one says a shit. I say, have we ever gotten an email? Yes. I don't believe it. One time it was from like some dude in like England. What was it, like a solicitation? Like... like Ed is stuck in England and needs money. Send no, him here. It was like a, a legit dude who like listened to the show. It was awesome. He doesn't. I don't know. I hey guys, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hang up. Okay, bye, Chris. Okay, yeah. hope you feel better, yeah, brother. Good night. Um, Thank you. You could also call and leave us a voicemail. You guys didn't leave us any voicemails on the weekend. Whatever. I guess when we win, you guys don't want to call the show anymore. It's fine. Uh, but you can call us and leave us a voicemail at five six two six four one five two seven seven. That's five six two. 641 Lars. Give us a call anytime. Uh, we haven't really done the, the live shows lately. It's just kind of getting back into the groove of the shows, but you know, keep listening. Let us know if you want the live shows back. Yeah, that, you, you know, if you guys like the live shows, you know, give us give us a shout out. Um, also, share, repost, retweet all the shit you see us, uh, you know, all the left episodes and all that stuff. It really helps us out. Uh, go and subscribe and leave us uh, a review on iTunes. That way we can get more more earballs on this podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Tacos and tequila, remember.
Samoan Heritage Night. 